good. It's okay. Hey, folks, welcome to the podcast. It's Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. Hey, Trevor, how are you feeling there? I feel like you feel like you disappointed yourself. Well, I didn't get a fucking chance to warm up. It's the time I came home. It's like, cook dinner. That, that, get podcast. Are you telling me that life doesn't care about what you got planned and it just throws you good activities? I've had no time to do anything. Oh, Trevor, come on. You're a time cop. You know you got time. So people, I need more time to practice, people. (laughs) He needs 28 hours in a day, folks. If you got an extra four hours, please give Trevor some time. Matt, I'm not a bad guitarist. Just haven't had a chance to Why don't you introduce our guest, Trevor? All right, so we have Matt. Not sure of your last name. Matt, insert last name here. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to put your last name, it's fine. But we have, uh, we have... Curse way, don't say my full name. Oh, man. But we have Matt here, good... He's a uh, definitely a friend of a friend, a friend Gerald, and he's so far I've met him, pretty cool dude from Maine that's visiting. He hasn't committed any murders yet, you know. I know. <laughs> no. If he has, he's been very subtle about it, yes, which I appreciate. Exactly. <laughs> oh man! So how's your day, man? My day. Trevor, Matt, anybody? Matt, go oh, ahead. Oh, our days were great. Right? Oh, he worked. I just <laughs> sat around. Nice. He's been a traveling man. Thinking about my dad because he just got some surgery done. But okay. What kind of surgery? Well, they removed a like a, a small peanut-sized tumor from near his brain. Yeah. But I guess it was near his, his, the, his skin, so it wasn't that far in. Sure. So, yeah, it went successful, but he's all high now. Like, <laughs> when I talked to him on yeah. the phone, and he's totally... <laughs> Get him! Get him! No, he's totally ripped. Are they listening to us? I guess everybody's listening. I to love everybody. it. No, he was totally ripped. All and right, so everyone, we like have some. Guy, uh, yeah. The alleyway has joined the podcast. Some alleyway ambience going on. Just <laughs> like No worries. So yeah, we've talked about before. We have an alleyway in the street where stuff is. Always going, What's going on. on. Always. We so have the center busy, of town. We have a very busy yeah. Place. It might be quiet right now. I promise you, in two hours, there will be a man. <laughs> there will be a man of no shirt on, screaming and running into trash cans. It happens. Sounds about right. Yes. Once I start, I don't stop. Once I stop, I don't start. I mean, woo! Trash can. Yeah. yeah. We tend to spend a lot of times finding out who our crazy neighbors are. Usually, they're and usually they're just running around, hanging out. Yeah, it's. It's interesting. Eugene is a fun place to live at times. At times. But it also has its characters. Just like any place. Good. 
Yeah. We we definitely live in <laughs> diversity's you know the spice of life. Huh? We yes. we we live in the most diverse, spiciest part of the city, being downtown. So and the college right there. Yeah. It's definitely. And a lot of the people on the streets come here to to take the cans from all the college students. So you, I have seen people fight over bags of cans before. So yeah. cans are a top high hot commodity they're here. Can do. Uh, uh, they're a can do venture. Yeah, the can hustlers, I've called them, I heard them call themselves the can hustlers. It was weird because at a point in time that was like, that was such a thing for like, I guess, younger kids to do. And now it's become such an enterprise because I guess recycling has gotten more, uh, more beneficial. But I mean, the prices of metal keep going up, so. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. We're just going to turn our... It's weird how uh, Japan does recycling. Have you ever seen how Japan does recycling? No, how do they do recycling? <laughs> it's really, like, it's against the law to mix your garbage. Like, they find people left and right. <laughs> that is Japan. Though. So they, they make it around. so that, you know, you, it, it's more beneficial if you do uh, recycle than if you wouldn't. Um, in America, it doesn't matter either way, I think, though. But I guess people just choose, you know, if they want to or not. I know also, like, littering, from what I hear, Japan, littering is not a thing. Dude, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's a cultural thing. Like, like they, you, will be, you will be beaten up. It's not like America where there'll be guys leaving just piles of trash here. We're like, you will be beaten up if you leave piles of trash and they find you and you keep doing it. Yeah. Like, even Yakuza's back in the day used to help keep, literally, literally keep the streets clean as far as, like, they used to go around and just fuck up guys that were littering everywhere. Yeah. So like we need we need our gangs to help keep littering down. Is that folks. what you is that what you believe? Yes, that's what we, I'm need, fucking, we need to turn yes. the street crime into uh, uh landfill yes. crime. Oh, you're leaving trash everywhere. Well, I guess your head is going through a post right now. Ah! Well, maybe just like a spanking and had terrible. There's a lot of credit Japan for. There's a lot of things like tattooing. Tattooing has gotten pretty crazy. I actually have an interesting topic I want to talk about yeah, today South America well, about Japan. Japan. Speaking of but that's news, that's the origins of tattooing. Mm-hmm. Well, hold yeah, on a second though. What about the Moris have been Japan. doing it? Yeah. I don't know. I might have to contest that because the Moris have been doing their own traditional and like the Aborigine have been doing tattoos. Right. No, but the for, tattoo they. That we know about. Yes, like, the like, tattoo. The ink, all the ink stuff, that's from Japan. Yes, and like uh, the tattoo gun. And all that other stuff, that's another. Yeah, that's India. Uh, India has it, and then I know in like the more. Middle the, Eastern places. And also like the, the, the Pacific Islanders, they have their way. But their way is hard, hardcore because it's literally a needle, it's a stick that just pounds into your skin. And I know they. I've seen, I've seen a documentary where. The traditional like Mori tattoos, they're bleeding by the end of the process because literally a stick, a sharp stick beating the fuck out of your skin for hours. Tattoos used to have more meaning too, I think. Yeah, like tattoos they, have less meaning these days. Way less meaning because so you many some kid up. that wants like Chinese lettering. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, they're like it means. Uh, that means Good that means honor that or I mean like having honor, but it, it means really number, means it means number seven on the menu. Yeah, yeah. or it means stinky butthole. So, Ooh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. No, I'm glad to be here today. Uh, the podcast got put off yesterday because I was exhausted. I went ahead and uh, went to the lake yesterday and laid around and did a little relaxing. It was nice to get out of town for a little bit. 
You know, not that I don't love hearing people yell in the ho- in the alleyways and <laughs> and car alarms going car off, alarms, you know, all the time. You, you pick and choose your battles. But no, it's a it was a really it's the weather's been great this last week or so. I'm really good. We should talk about your adventure Tuesday night right across mm. the street with the old mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris decided to party a little too hard. So what was it Tuesday Uh-oh. night? It was yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah, when I showed up at <laughs> when I showed yeah. up and ate pasta salad like a maniac. I was uh I was coming home from work after working out in the sun for like four days, and decided I wanted to do some mushrooms. I didn't even take that much. It was like two to three grams. But what ended up happening was I sat there and was dehydrated as hell. <laughs> took uh, took the mushrooms, started to smoke a little weed, and then uh, my anxiety started to kick in because I was starting to trip. And to calm my anxiety, I started smoking more weed. Uh, something I learned, though, recently <laughs> is Anxiety if, and psychedelics. That's yeah. where bad trips come exactly, from. Exactly. <laughs> That's where they begin. <laughs> Uh, I've don't had, mix I've, those. Don't mix them. I've had them too. Plan on having like, a good positive time. Exactly. <laughs> I've had that too where I'm tripping. I'm like, hey, Trevor, do a bunch of shit right now. That's stressful. Ah! Well, I think <laughs> what, what happened was I didn't plan it properly. And usually when I plan a trip, I do way better. But it was kind of rushed. And so I wasn't completely in the right space. Yeah. Um, but when I started to smoke to calm my anxiety, it didn't help. It just heightened it. Oh, and uh, so something I learned about uh, cannabis, obviously... Is it lowers your blood pressure when you smoke usually? Uh, mushrooms, yeah. on the other hand, increase your blood pressure. So yeah. it, it's very common sometimes for people to sit there and smoke weed and trip and then uh, pass out a little bit. I fainted like a goat a couple times, and it's just the cannabis fighting the mushrooms inside your body. Yeah, I one point turned you over real quick gave you the buckets you wouldn't choke on your vomit well it wasn't even like I was puking it was just my body said yeah Yeah. you're trying to do two things at once and we're not gonna let you (laughs) you're done (laughs) just fall over yeah I just didn't want you to choke though but has the potency of cannabis gotten stronger than the potency of mushrooms that's a great question that's a really good question I think think they are pushing the boundaries because (laughs) I I think both you know I think of both because also because mushrooms just became legalized in the state like this year so there's a huge market right now I mean we just had the green rush now we have what we call the mushroom or the brown rush whatever the fuck they want to call it but now they're pretty much psychedelic movement yeah now they're now there's a whole new market that's been opened up of of people that are trying to legally grow and sell commercially which mushrooms um, psychedelic mushrooms (laughs) which which just started seems like (coughs) not on purpose but because of cross-pollination yeah it's actually, they just, the cannabis just gets stronger and stronger, whether you're trying to make it stronger or not. Exactly. And whether you're doing it, trying it on purpose or not. Crossbreeding yeah. cross has changed the game so yeah. much where, you know, you used to have these grandfather or grandmother strains, grandmother yeah. strains, and, uh, like you know, you have, like, shit. basics, yeah. you know, like Blue Dream and shit. Blue Dream, Fucking Kush. Green Crack. But now it's just, there's so many hybrids Cross, yeah. and there's so many crosses out there. Potencies where everybody wants. They want yeah. super high THC levels, super yeah. high CBD levels. Um, but I think when you're growing a really good plant, you need uh, base flavors. You know, you need really good terpene profiles. 
That's yeah. something I think that we forget about. You know, Chris is not taste. a fan of mixing his base flavors together. <laughs> I'm just not a like fan weed of, and Neapolitan. Well, I'm not a fan of people going. I want the highest. Uh, I want the highest percentage THC just because I'm trying to get blitz. I want somebody to appreciate, you know, the time it yeah. took to grow that plant. There's a point where, like, you smoke it and you look down and like, where the fuck are my pants? Why am I in the water? Why <laughs> well, am I wearing I've never had that issue, but maybe everybody's a little different. <laughs> I have been fucked up enough. I look down, where's my pants? It happens. <laughs> we'll zoom, take, zoom out a little bit and just look at the, the realm of agriculture. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, the two things that have been, like, more, the mostly, like, cross-pollinated is probably wine grapes and mm-hmm. cannabis. Those oh! Are the two things wine that, grapes, interesting, yeah, too. Yeah, have been, like, like, you know, I've also heard of GMO, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Like, I've also heard of Manipulated. Like, I've also heard of all the hops. Highly. Yeah, yeah, other than any other kind of agri- any other plant. Though. I've also heard the hops corn. because there's a lot of hop, yeah, there's a lot of hops grown corn. for the, all the, the, the microbrews out here. A lot of the hops are crossbreeding. Right. Yeah, plants and, yeah, and the wine. But it's just like sometimes you get problems. Like sometimes your body doesn't agree with it. Genetics play yeah. a play a huge True. part in how your body will yeah. take in certain things, especially right. THC and right. CBD. Totally makes sense. Yeah, and and I personally have always had a better uh, time with cross uh, with certain crosses like. Uh, Small amounts of THC and a higher amount of CBD, right? Like a three percent and a seven to eight percent. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it just gets a little bit of both worlds. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I, I like to do salad mixes sometimes. I'll do like you know some CBD and THC, but I think that it's gotten lost in the market where people just want the big, the biggest and best always. You know, not even realizing there's a middle. Right. You know, there's a lower shelf, obviously. All right. But it's just, I guess the only thing I wanted to add was just like, kind of like somehow, sometimes you get people that'll like in the health world, like, or what you should eat, like they'd say, you know, you should eat like plants and food that are native to like where you live. Yes, regional. Right, yeah, regional, like, so like cannabis... You know, the way it is we now, it didn't no. come from the United States no. in any way, shape, Hills or form. Hills of Afghanistan yeah. and fucking Asia and, and Africa. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's not it's exactly it's native to North America. It would be silly to think that like Maine did not the have same with food would exactly. make the same, you know. Yeah, and it's an interesting point because, you like know. bananas, strawberries, like. Those a lot of people are transplants, too. I wonder right. how local things affect people that are from different states and, you know. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that your body might not always agree with it. No, of course. You know, yeah. it gives you, it gives you a different uh, look. Like I love avocados, but yeah. I've lived up in the n- northeast most of my life. Yeah. But avocados don't fucking grow in New, in, in, like, yeah, <laughs> in New England. Yeah. But they're good for you, of and they're course. you know. Yeah, I lived in uh, South Florida. So we had, we had an avocado tree in my backyard when I was growing up. And nobody ever ate them until my dad remarried, and my uh, stepmom loved avocados. <laughs> so I'd have to get a ton of those things down. Those are good. But though. I guess that's what things like greenhouses is like. Yeah, yeah greenhouses like because it's not so or you know yeah. artificial well, is growing inside. It's like meeting you're, you're somewhere stealing in the, the light yeah. like that isn't normal for that area. Yeah. Like, 
But even like research yeah. stations up in the Arctic and Antarctic, they have greenhouses where they're testing to see, well, right. how can we grow these potatoes or these things <laughs> right. if we're in a hostile environment so that if we ever do go to Mars, we can make greenhouses in these stations. Well, they've already grown, they've already grown like lettuce and small basic crops in space. So yeah, it's possible. Right. Which I think is pretty cool. Growing like crops terraforming, like yeah. space... Space station. Stuff. That's why we're doing all this Mars stuff. We're trying right. to get to Mars to do some planting. We're trying to fuck up yeah. Mars, obviously. <laughs> we got to spread the up. seed and keep the species going. <laughs> uh, I think we're a virus, so we need to, like, honestly, well, we need to stop the thing. You can't inhabit Mars. That's the only option you have is terraforming. Exactly. There's yeah, no ha- other option. It's no, not you a habitable. You have to build the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. it's not a habitable um, uh, ecosystem. And build it. In any way. Can you no. imagine, though, the sheer. Right. The sheer, like, the immensity of building atmosphere, like, that would be such well, a crazy for project. generations, it'll have to be, like, dome living. You know, you'll have to be inside and, and eventually, not you're right, terraforming would take a long it time. It would take generations, but eventually, enough, you know, sustainability would probably give you less and less need for it. But again, you know, changing a planet... There's a movie called Silent Running or something about that from the 70s. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. Well, I also yeah. seen uh, The Martian. It's like the... With Matt was Damon. that new movie about climate change, uh, Don't Look Up or whatever? Oh. Maybe. <laughs> it was like the <laughs> 70s version of that. Yeah. Like, mm. No, I mean, just saying in the sense of environmental movies that are like kind of yeah. meant to be funny but to like try have a good to day like after educate tomorrow. people yeah. who are like closed minded to like dealing with the environmental issue and then you have movies like hey, Biodome Biodome there's flat this guy and then you have movies like Biodome with Pauly Shore where they talk about biodoming <laughs> Bio- but then, I love that fucking movie but then Pauly Shore just runs amok and just does Pauly a bunch Shore. of shit there's a, there's a I cool. heard he's just a straight crackhead but yeah. I, I, don't and know. I love Andy Dick's doing terrible but I love Polly Shore, though. something I, I heard have a long time ago. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't like him. Sure. I'm just saying this is something someone else said. Yeah. I'm, it's just... Andy, uh, Andy, Andy Dick is doing If right. it's not true, please <laughs> tell me it's not. I don't know. I've never met Polly Shore. <laughs> but if, if I was going to spend a weekend with somebody, it definitely wouldn't be Polly Shore. <laughs> I would meet him for a There'd meal. There'd be so many other people. I would meet him for a meal. Would so you meet, yeah. would you meet Polly Shore? like somebody that didn't like him said spread some room Would you like have a have a lunch with him? That'd be good. Yeah, I'd, I'd have a lunch. <laughs> hey, have some I'd, tacos with Polly Shore. Yeah, coffee. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he's a dude that was famous in the 90s for being, you know, ridiculous. And I think oh, yeah. that uh, it happens to all of the young guys that are being ridiculous in he's their like, age. They age out of it, you yeah. know. Bam Margera is a perfect example. Hey, there's one man, though, that still aged and did it gracefully. He fucking was an MTV Hugh Hefner. Right? Also, Rodney fucking Dangerfield. Uh, he was on MTV. Rodney Dangerfield. He didn't age gracefully. <laughs> no, but he still partied like an animal. Yeah. I guess. It's like saying Elvis aged gracefully. <laughs> he aged gracefully hey. into that young girl. God, <laughs> man. It's such a weird thing. Hey, Florida Nights. No, Florida Days, Georgia Nights. <laughs> You're messing it up. Sorry, hi. <laughs> Where are your topics at, man? You, I've been you, waiting you for you guys to stop. Topics. I've been supposed to talk about a certain thing. Or yeah, he usually has his topics. I've been waiting, but you guys. Kind of like the whole point of you two kept talking. I barely you get a word in. We're trying to have a conversation, right? Trevor. You're screwing up. <laughs> <laughs>
You wanted me to talk about cannabis or something? Or, or how I grow or what I grow? Cannabis. Where, where I grow it. Mm-hmm. Let me do my quick bullshit. On the planet. Let me do my planet quick. Earth. Let me do my quick. Where? Bu- <laughs> yeah, but you talk and I'll. It's do. in the ground. <laughs> you guys are both mean. Why are you teaming up on me? There's no. This is not a thing. Not a thing. No, that's not what it is. Alright, you're good. Alright, so for quick local news, it's been hot, motherfuckers. It's been warm. Yeah. It's been hotter and hot. Old shirtless men running around being crazy. Just the streets are going wild. Just just dogs and cats. No, it's been warm. Cats been, and dogs? Is all it raining things. cats and dogs or is it sunny it's cats? It's more and like sunny cats and dogs. Oh, oh shit. What? Logs and bats? Logs yes. and bats? You bats might as well be walking on the sun. <laughs> but yeah. It's been warm. Uh, the yeah, man. but that could be two things like bats, vampire bats, or baseball bats. What kind of bats? I'm talking. talking we're talking the warriors. Hey, this is important. You we're got talking the warriors. There's a bunch of guys with bats yes. trying to come after you and beat you up they're all because dress, you're in their turf. They're all dressed as like uh, farmers and, and play. baseball players. Yes. <laughs> Or also, I mean, like, Aqua... We're the orphans. <laughs> yes. Also, like, the Aquabats. Like, the old ska 90s band. That's what I mean. Whatever. <laughs> but this is the infancy of the podcast, so you have to like, keep it interesting. All right. We have to, like, come up with some shit so people will want to keep listening to it. Trevor, he's trying his best. I he's know! failing terribly. I'm trying. It's okay. <laughs> Do your thing. Goddamn conspiracy <laughs> This is no, this is not a thing. Okay. So it's the World Athletics Championships. So that's going on right now. Yeah, we got all these female runners coming to kick ass in Oregon. So the the good thing is yeah. you have a lot of skinny chicks. The bad thing is if you try to chase them, they can run really fast because yeah. that's what they do. They run. Why would you? Do Why would that? you be trying to chase them? Is I the mean, question. If you I need suppose. To, like you know, you see a few cute one and a few <laughs> cute ones, and you have a net, you know, and you have some duct tape and chloroform. Trevor, I'm kidding, Trevor, folks. you're going too hard. No, let's just say that. I'm kidding. Never do those. Never do those things. Oh, you can't cut to the chase. They'll just keep running. People with sperm, they need to take more responsibility with what they do with their sperm. Yeah, man. Don't go leaving your your DNA everywhere, motherfucker. People that are sperm capable. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You you got got to be be, careful with that precious equipment. Let's be PC here. People that are (laughs) sperm capable, it doesn't matter what shape or size or form or whatever they're in. Watch they the, need to take more responsibility, especially with the with the, the runners the feeling in the room right now, with as far as like trying away. to mess with people that are on the other side of the fence that have the, uh, you know, the other part of the. I was uh, making a bad joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that you're so making and all that. I love problem, that you're just you giving know. up on your topic. No. <laughs> all right, fuck you, Matt. This is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> No. Well, no, you can't ignore that. Nope. <laughs> All right, made your point. Right. So, yeah, right. people, they be running. Oregon's Kemba Nelson flashing people, the O. they be running. <laughs> doing these things. Ray, Hay, Hay, Hayward Field. It's the last day of the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. That was from a few months ago, but that runner also ran at this thing. So, All right, cool. Also, the fun things I want to talk about now. We got the... Uh, Beep, 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 beep. It's so the, the ash trees of Oregon are being targeted by the motherfucking emerald ash borer, and it 
came over here and it came originally in 2002 to America from Asia and it's been eating up ashes throughout the entire country and ash trees are useful for environmental reasons but also we use them for cabinets so why should we care Trevor because why we uh, be upset? they usually they like water and they help keep uh, river areas cool so there's a lot of places where you have rivers and a lot of fish and People yeah, and other things, they need cool parts of the river and ash trees. One of those trees, like willows, that provide cover for it. So if all these trees are dying off, the if the rivers are going to get are going to get hotter, and it's yeah, it's just going to so fuck up the environment. Another problem for the ecosystem. Another yeah. problem for the ecosystem, and this thing is spreading. What if, what if you and they, your they so far they cover? haven't so far they don't really know how to stop it because. This emerald ash borer... Is it an invasive species? It's invasive as fuck. It's from Asia. It's so invasive. So it's invasive. invasive as fuck. Invasive. Here's a picture of the little fucker right there. He's oh, on a penny. He's adorable. No, fuck that thing. You know bugs. Yeah. They be bugging. Yep. <laughs> Girls, borer. they be running. They be <laughs> bugs, they be bugging. I feel a Jim Croce song coming on. Oh, that's, that's good. There's a lot of uh, those type of beetles. They're like boring beetles in the in the middle of the country as well. They take out a lot of trees. They do, and they don't talk about them a lot because it's like, oh, it's trees. They're always having. Well, unfortunately, there's not a ton of money in. uh, There should be. There should be. There's not a ton of money in forestry. Forestry. I know because when I depends what country you're in. Country is true. America, yes. America cares just enough to get as much timber as it can, but there are countries that do better jobs. Mm-hmm. Like Scandinavia, they do a really good job. Um, North Korea surprisingly did a really good job of after the war. It had it, it literally at gunpoint forced all of its people to just plant all these trees that got blown up from the war. They're like, so what are you hey, saying, if you don't Trevor? if you don't plant if you don't plant these, family dead. So they just planted a massive number because there's. So a, your idea is to point guns at people no. and make them plant plants. I just saying more for community <laughs> service. They should have to do that. So they should be eating these beetles. Eating these beetles and planting these trees. That's a real thing here yeah. uh, that people are finding uh, when they have bug problems. It is turning them into food. That's yes. a really interesting one. And that is a good idea because we have more insects that are going to keep showing up. We need to find better ways Grasshoppers. to Grasshoppers. Uh, fucking meat isn't sustainable at all. Yeah. That's Meat's getting ridiculous. We that, got farms for farms. That's why they've been talking about how insects... That's a pretty reasonable way. And like Asia, they've been doing it forever. It's Other a, parts it's of the a, world, they do it. I think it. it's a cultural difference thing. And in certain parts of the world, eating bugs is normal as fuck. And over here, eating bugs is considered taboo. Yeah, it's for some stupid reason. Because it's a bug. <laughs> yeah, I've eaten bugs. Everybody eats bugs. Uh, Americans eat mostly vegan animals. Yeah, exactly. They eat <laughs> vegan animals. <laughs> because of the animals that they eat... I don't know, it's just... I wouldn't just say it was America, but generally, we're speaking... That's who we're speaking about right now. <laughs> is that... Unless you start eating uh, grizzly bears and sharks, yeah. you're eating animals that eat plants, and that's where they're getting their protein. Yeah, they're herbivores mostly. And I'm just being scientifical about it. I'm not trying to be judgmental. I don't care if you eat meat or not. Are you vegetarian? Are you vegetarian? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a vegetarian. Nice. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Vegetarian. Sometimes I'm gonna be honest though. Sometimes I've 
I fuck up if people give me a gift and I don't want people to waste food. That's, you know, and I don't care. I don't want to get caught up in terminology. Yeah, that's fine. Because, you know, even times I'm, like, vegan or, yeah. or alkaline diet or... Right. Or even... Uh, there's so many options, too, nowadays. Like, there's so many different foods and... It is so a little confusing how many different diets there are. It's a giant like market there's, like, the candida diet, which is, like, if you get a yeast problem... Okay. Then you start avoiding all these foods that are, like... Heavier you know, like and... Fungus and molds and yeah. yeast, like... Based. The shit that, like, causes infections in your body, like... Sure. That seem to be uh, very related to like cancer it's like yeah. a lot of the things that cancer There's a, doesn't like as far as foods go yeah like that diet is, is based good. on that yeah like like infections and those things there's been you know research there's about, a like, scientist there's like, a finding dude that, cancer and uh, yeah mold and in like yeast infections in the same exact Bacterium. place. Like after yeah. uh, aut- autopsies and things like that. Exactly. It's just something you know I found on on the internet somewhere. <laughs> the internet. No, but you know it seemed to make sense. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm just I'm not saying stating anything. I didn't know you were a scientist. Yeah, I'm bro. not stating anything <laughs> as fact. I'm just saying this man's deep, got a beaker. For the most part, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, she blinded like, me. I don't want to go on the record as like spreading lies. You're on the record. We're live. Something else. Joe Rogan show is so ridiculous. It though. is like, crazy. If you ever watch his podcast? It's the weirdest shit. He doesn't say much of anything. He just he just like agrees or he disagrees right. with the guest and then every once in a while he asks a question. He'll tell like a weird story real quick. <laughs> yeah, or he'll, then he'll ask the question. But he should be like Wolf Blitzer, the fucking moderator for the election. Like, all right, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have John McCain over here, and uh, then we're gonna have just we're gonna have Bernie Sanders. Let's go. And it'll be fun. <laughs> People always want to pick a political side and shit. And they do. Stamp a. Stamp some shit. I just want people to be transparent, man. Just believe what you believe and try not to be a dick. I wish it was, Yeah, I wish other people That's do what that. what most people want. I think so, you know. Just be but, able to mind their own business and yeah, be okay with yeah, don't cause people shit. doing whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't hurt other people. And I, I think th- uh, in the media a lot, they get a lot of these people like riled the fuck up over they the politics. They want to yeah. keep people separated. Exactly. That's created divide. That's the huge issue I have with the media too. Because I agree. That's, whole, <coughs> that's tribalism. That's yeah. not even. It's like a whole other thing. Yeah. It's like well, it's if we can't even, divide them by race and shape and color. Divide yeah. and conquer. We'll, 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 we'll divide them by like what town they live in yeah class <laughs> it's like we don't like you cause you're from Washington exactly you're from, from Seattle Oregon. fuck you right we're from <laughs> Oregon we don't like you or the vice versa they do the same shit that Seattle you know everybody just yeah. needs somebody they, to hate I that's think kinda you know, like they need an enemy part of the game right yeah like like, let's sell weapons Ah. to the people that are enemies with each other of course you know we won't get involved Lawrence of Arabia that's pretty much what that's about it's like let's sell the two different tribes money like guns I mean weapons and stuff so they can kill each other so we don't have to exactly it's applying your enemies so that they take care of each other and that works on like a big scale a larger scale yeah 
Right. It's and it's like micros- geopolitical politics, man. Right. There's so many people that have issues with other people. It's really easy for somebody else to step in the middle and be like, well, we're not going to get involved, but... We will sell you right. the guns to, to fuel your war. And somehow, ironically, the Roman Colosseum is like... <laughs> It's like an allergy to it all. Yeah. Like, well, we'll get the fu- we'll get the lion to fight the snake yes. person. <laughs> I always think right? it's awesome. And then we win money. Yeah. We win the money. <laughs> I always think it's awesome too in the Coliseum. Like the people would get so rowdy over somebody getting murdered. Right. Like, just watching somebody die, fighting to the death, and it's because like people got bored and people wanted to see action and people wanted to see blood, right. and that it plays out in a lot of different. Uh, fathoms today where you have like the NFL and UFC and people want to see people get hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't want to see, you know, the dude that's feeding the homeless. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. That dude Dana White sucks. Yes. It sucks because a bad I, human. I like MMA, but I see the bullshit he does and There's it's too much politics. Too much politics, and it's like, it why? Why is it that? Sport. Why is it that only like the favorites get the, all this crazy amount of money, but their guys doing just as well, or just, just still doing pretty well that barely no one hears about until they make it big. You just yeah. and they get their bodies beaten up. They're not even getting like proper health care, and it's crazy because they literally their job is to beat the fuck out of other people that train all day to get really good at fucking up other people I mean the longevity of being a fighter is not there for most people it's unless you rise to the top and like getting there is gonna beat you up anyways and then you gotta sustain that it's gladiator shit yeah but it's stupid because you know how are you uh, expected to do that in your 40s you can't you can't do it anywho we're rambling. Trevor, what else we got? <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're uh, good. We're doing all right. No, we're doing good. Also, uh... I'm glad ju- you're here, man. It's been good, man. It's been good, man. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, apparently Matt thinks it's funny to fuck with me, which is fine. It is oh, funny to fuck with you from time to time. What are you about? Uh, Dude, I got brown eyes. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Come on, man. Unless you're really good at bullshitting. And I'm pretty good it's at bullshitting. Very intelligent people with brown eyes. Like oh. Oh. That would seem not smart or, you know, inferior in any way. That's Trevor, yes. your eye color doesn't mean shit. I know. <laughs> Telling a bad joke. Fuck both you brown, of you. brown-colored motherfucker. So in Japan, <laughs> a, uh, a, a court in Tokyo went ahead and... Uh, Decided to get four top executives from the nuclear power plant when the uh, Tokushima thing happened, and they they're Tokushima. Getting... You mean Yakanoshi? God damn it, <laughs> Fukushima. I'm sorry. I apologize. The the Fukushima incident, which was a nine point earthquake that happened, caused a giant tsunami and it Radiation. fucked up. What you telling me, and man? It that the Earth part. doesn't give a fuck about our nuclear power plants. It does not. Oh yeah, well. And neither did those top executives, and they didn't do a lot of... Kind of like when you talked about Spill, they yeah. didn't want to spend the money to do an extra safety, like, hey, let's make watertight rooms for the actual in, reactors. In comparison, like, though, in Spill, there were small repairs that could have been made. This was a fucking tsunami as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's it was a natural disaster. Yeah. I mean, that's it, a kind of hard thing to, it was also, to that's, prepare for. That's another thing is, yeah, they talked about it. It's a nine-point earthquake. It was yeah. one of the largest in the yeah, world. Yeah, they got fucked. 
But um, here's another fucking crazy Japan thing. The one of the old uh, ambassadors or or whatever it was, he got shot. The homemade shotgun. Was he killed? Yeah. What? Some dude went up to him with a homemade shotgun and blew like some old uh, emperor or ambassador away. He's like the president of Japan a few years back, like seven years so ago. So he's a former president. Something like that, yeah. But uh, he was at some rally or some political event, and some dude ran up to him in the crowd and just blew him away with a homemade shotgun. Fuck. How crazy is that? Like, it don't matter what kind of weapons you get rid of. We'll find a way to kill a person. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. From Japan's recycling to its... Homemade shotguns. Dude, we were talking about Japan. Let's go to Japan, bed. guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're turning Japanese, turning Japanese, and oh, think so. Domo origato, Mr. Roboto. Domo. Domo. We're going to go sing karaoke. <laughs> Chase down it. Fast and Furious people. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the, the Japan episode, everybody. I guess. Japan episode. I think we're turning Japanese. Turning Japanese. Last name episode. Mm, Figure it out. Maybe. Like the Skanking Pickle song. <laughs> what else we got on the old agenda, Trevor? Uh, let's see. We could. We were had a whole discussion about uh the hell. Oh, fucking movie review. Let's movie go. Movie review. All right. I watched. I watched a few movies recently. Which one did you like or hate enough that you want to talk about it? Um, I like the worst or the best. Okay. I kind of want well, you to say the worst. This one was in the middle, so Aww. I'll go ahead and do this one. Uh, Appaloosa. Yes. Yeah, Appaloosa yeah. wasn't bad. It had uh, I forget the actors' names, but it had two really great actors. One of the dudes was from GI Jane. He played the Master Chief, and the other oh. guy was the coach from Radio, that uh, movie with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, really cool movie. It was about two guys who were lawmen that rode into a town and were basically going to take the town over and become the new uh, lawmen. Um, what ends up happening is a girl comes off the train and kind of becomes the love interest of the main character. And unfortunately, she's kind of a slut. I mean. <laughs> she's a pretty girl, but she man. comes on to uh, his best friend and... There's a lot of, like, red flags, but I think in love, a lot of the times, um, people are kind of blind to the bad things immediately. They uh, don't want to believe them, and they kind of look the other way, I think, to justify. Some people are immediately like, that's wrong. (laughs) Um, But what ends up happening in the movie is they get into it with, like, a local gang. Um, There's a few shootouts. They end up stealing the girl at a point, and... When they're going to get her back, uh, they find her just fucking screwing around with, like, the lead bad guy, basically. Um, so she's just going with whoever's in power at that point, you know, power dynamic, I suppose. Uh, they run back into town, and um, they bring the girl, and they bring the guys. They were trying to hang this one guy, but something happens where he gets pardoned, basically. He becomes a, a really affluent businessman in the town and the sheriff basically just has to eat it while he runs off and fucks his girl and you know all this stuff uh towards the end of the movie his best friend decides to turn in his badge and he challenges the main uh bad dude to a duel outside and he was a 
really quick draw, but uh, the other guy got the upper hand on him, shot the bad guy, and he rode off, and it kind of left the opportunity for the girl and the sheriff to get back together. It was a pretty interesting movie. I, I liked a lot of parts of it. I don't really get into westerns that much, but this one was not bad. Um, maybe 7 out of 10 horses. Yeah, 7 out of 10 horses. Yeah, 7 out of 10 horses. What the hell happened? Couldn't get open. <laughs> Trevor was like, here, give me that. I'll open it for you. Also, I'm high. I didn't want to use a knife. I'm like, no, I'm trying to cut myself. You imagine Trevor's just slicing his hand no, wide open while no. we're doing a podcast? That's why I was like, no, put it down. You're high. But, oh, uh, Lord. I have a pair of pliers we could use. That'd be safe. You're not safe, Trevor. Life's not safe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll come back. I'll do my help with you. All right. So how long have you been in Eugene for, man? Uh, five days. Okay. Yeah, I got back from Bend the other day. Yeah. Are you going to be going back to Bend? No. No. Nah. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> If you folks don't know, Bend, Oregon is not the place to be. <laughs> it's just expensive. No, it's not. It's expensive. All right, yeah. Chris. Like, unless you know somebody that lives yeah, I, there. I don't want you to fuck it. Yeah, serious. probably, like, being April to crash with somebody or something. All right. We are trying to open... All right, folks, I got to explain what's going on. We've been trying to open an edible container for, like, ten minutes I've now. I've always been able to open them. But uh, these but are kind of <laughs> difficult to open sometimes. They're, they're made of metal, which is kind of cool. And I'm a metal worker. That's why I'm annoyed. It's, it's, very, fuck with metal it's very funny watching Trevor be so frustrated. I was just kind of bullshitting with it as I was podcasting, so I don't I'm know if it didn't just... bother me as much, but he is frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Look at him go. Go, Trevor, go. <laughs> Alright, fuck that. This is my elbow. You know beer. what would be really good? Some heat. Probably oh, stuck? Yeah. Yeah, no metal that would probably work. Or a lubrication. Yeah. Or oil all over that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> or in the cracks. In the cracks in the crevices. More oil in, in the cracks. <laughs> oh. Maybe. What? Alright. <laughs> so we have stupid ads, folks. I'm sorry. Sorry I'm not a millionaire. Sorry <laughs> Are you talking about millionaire? So, we're supposed to talk about... We're talking about an album... Growing weed or something yeah, we're gonna get to that. Trevor's working through his little album review real fast, and I'm gonna pop onto that. I just have stupid ads that will not leave me alone. Trevor doesn't believe in YouTube Premium. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Oh. Let's see. Jingle, 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 jingle. Should have. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You both yeah. have harmonica. It's downstairs. I totally could have gotten it. I can still get it. 
Trevor? So that was a band called Farang Ensemble. And they're Farang Ensemble, huh? They're a uh, Middle Eastern uh, folk band that yeah. they play all over the world. They're pretty good. You're a Middle Eastern folk band all over the world. Thank you. Yeah, they, they go around and just play cool, traditional stuff. So the album was called uh, Fata Morgana. Sorry, my Arabic isn't that good, folks. So... All right. The best I can. Well, it sounded good. How, how how would you rate it? If you're talking like, uh, sounds like there's a lot of traditional folk music and kind of. Yeah. So if I was to rate it like, tribal instruments. Yeah, like an oud is the. So if I was like, I'd probably give it like a, nine out of ten ouds, which is like the traditional guitar over there. Okay, it's an As oud party over here, folks. Nine out of ten ouds in the so, house. Yeah. This is eleven string instrument. Alright. It's pretty awesome. Dope. Alright, so Trevor had uh, a topic he wanted to bring up with me and Matt here. I guess it was cannabis, huh? Cannabis. Well, what do you want to talk about, bro? I mean... <laughs> what would you like to know? God damn it. Am I asking? Am I the moderator right now? Yeah, dude. Oh shit. Get on it. Do it. Oh fuck. Here we go. Oh, the wolf blitzing the shit out of this. All right. Sunglasses on. All right. There's a there's a crazy grunt. All right. So what have you learned here, Chris? Growing weed in Oregon that maybe you could could be beneficial for Matt growing weed over in Maine. Maybe he could tell you about something growing weed over there that could help you. Sure. Um, Oregon's got really dope uh, temperature for cannabis outdoor. Um, I've kind of done, uh, when I was growing at the old job, they, their indoor was really great, but something I realized is that it's very expensive, and you know, indoor's a tough one. So if I was gonna have my own little grow out here, I'd probably run greenhouses and do light deprivation, um, try to run it year round, heat up the uh, plants as the year goes. But it's tough, man. I think it's tough anywhere running indoors. You know, electricity's not cheap. There's, you know, always expenses when it comes to, like, fertilizer and things you need. Um, but I love growing out here. When I was in Florida, I was just growing in a closet, basically. I grew about six plants, and then I realized I was okay at it, and I wanted to get better. So I moved out here, like, five years ago. Yeah, started growing my own shit a few months ago, which it took me a few years to get back into it, but working at the... A couple farms I did and trimming a lot and kind of getting into the cannabis culture out here has been pretty dope, man. There's a lot of cool people. Um, yeah. 
It's uh, there are some downsides, I think, but there are a lot more benefits in a state like Oregon than I think certain states that are going through it right now. I've never been to Maine. I don't really know what's up with Maine. What is up with Maine? I've heard they got a pretty cool. I don't know what's up with Maine. Yeah. Shh, this guy. He doesn't. I just do my own thing. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty much what it is, man. You is know. yours indoor? Yours is outdoor. I started inside and then I finished it out outdoors. And it's pretty okay. smart. You get light at the end. Nice. Yeah, and don't pay a shitload of money for electric bills. Exactly. That's the whole idea. Yeah, you definitely save in the last few months. Yeah, I do. And there's something about, there's something really hard to replace with the natural sun. We've been trying for a long time to recreate it. We got lights that are really good in spectrum, but right. just something that the sun has, vitamin-wise, um, plants and everything biologically just responds to it a lot better. No, so it's it's tough. It's tough finding the greatest way to grow. Um, but I love growing cannabis. Love smoking cannabis. <laughs> Something I love to do, and hopefully one day if I can show it to some other people. And yeah. Matt, uh, <laughs> right. favorite strain. Let's go. That's so hard. What's your favorite strain? What's your favorite strain? What the fuck kind of question is that? It's a great question. No, it's not. That's a crazy question. There's All too right. many strains. I used to like, actually. One that, the one that you one still. One that I really like was, it was like, a, it was called Gorilla Princess. Uh-huh. Ooh. And there's like different variations of it. Excuse me. And it was something that I smoked and something that I grew. Oh, excuse and me. Something that I really appreciated. Like, but other than that. Yeah. So was it across? I'm gonna have to say like, you know, some skunk. 2000 or some <laughs> shit from, from the 90s. Yeah. Like the original, man. Skunk. Nice. Skunk. Number you get that original, you get like that original a, diesel, you know. Right, they would just make up some names. Yeah. Like, but there was the whole skunk thing. That yeah, happened. the skunk train. Yeah. And the, that yeah. Happened at one point. Yeah. Everybody was skunking out. Yeah. Skunking up. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it was hilarious because um, when I moved out skunk here, train I went funny. back to Florida after <laughs> they became uh, medically Terrible. legal. And my brother was buying uh, weed from the dispo. And it was hilarious because when I went down there, he showed me a bunch of weed he had gotten. And it was old California strains. Oh. It was like strains from California from like 15 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. they had gotten a bunch of old strains from Cali pretty much and just moved them over to Florida when they got medical. And it was like Skywalker OG and a bunch of stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, this is a fucking blast from the past. Damn. Yeah, Lemon Haze. But, yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting finding different strains in different areas. Yeah. It's always a thing, hunting strains. Yeah, but some white widow seeds. Yeah, you had given me a couple of the Jamaican. That was pretty dope, man. Thank you. I bought white widow seeds, and only one of them sprouted. Mmm, damn. And from that plant, I just pollinated it with some Jamaican seeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, why, that's where the Jamaican white widow came from. That's but awesome. What is White Widow? It's like some Netherlands strain. With sativa with, dominant. With, yeah, with some Brazilian indica or something like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that was like 20 years ago or something. Right. And I was like, yeah, because I want to go backwards because they keep going. They do keep crossing Sometimes over, going right? backwards is like going it's forward. better, yeah. In the sense of progression, growing plants, like yeah, trying finding to go back the original the genetics, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and that's where there's idea. so many different variations on the same plants. But like getting back to the mothers, you know, that's a that's a difficult thing to do because the taste and the flavor profile is different every time you cross. Right, and of all the stuff I've ever grown, that was the one strain that I grew that. I've gotten the best feedback from everybody that I've given it to that smokes yeah. weed. They're like, I like this. This is great. Yeah. I handed out, because uh, this was my first run uh, that I got to do out here, I handed out a bunch of weed to people that had helped me out and stuff like that. Right. Um, and one of them pressed it, and I just showed you that a little earlier. He said he got like, out of three grams, he got like a third of a, or not a third, he got three quarters of a gram. So it wasn't too bad, man. He got a little nice return on it. And I didn't even think of pressing any of my weed. Um, I just wanted it for smoking and bud purposes. Right. But it's interesting because the world is working so much more towards resins and rosins and uh, yeah. cartridges and all that stuff. High-tech hash. It's a thing, man. And we're living in the weed future, so it's like yeah. to not... To not even acknowledge that would be a mistake, you know? Of course. Uh, it's not what I like personally. I really do like to sit down and roll a joint. Right. You know, that is my thing personally. Like a but more basic. Exactly. But there's a ton of people that want to sit down after work and take a bunch of dabs. And right. if you grow some great weed, you can have some great dabs if you pick and choose your times to harvest. Um, that was something when I was working at the farm that was really dope. We were starting to get all of our fresh frozen uh, going and bubble hash and press made and that was a really interesting thing to see because I'd never seen uh, live resin being made and kind of how that went um, and it's just a whole new venture for me um, I've always just wanted to grow the best weed I can but right. there's so many more elements that, to it as a grower that really is only your responsibility like exactly all that stuff is like a whole new world yep it's like a whole other group of people that you new need, new you, market. We don't need, like as growers, we don't need to take responsibility. They, the only responsibility they need to take is like to make sure that they give credit to where the strains came from. Like exactly. Where the, where the names came from, like and so they know which grower made it. You know, whoever bred it. A hundred percent. And that's something that's really fucked up in the weed game too. Is there's a lot of people that'll claim strains that they right. didn't fucking grow they didn't right. genetically hunt or nothing they got a cut from somebody that was nice enough yeah and they bred it a bunch of times and i always hate that because that happens a lot in, in big distribution where they're like oh we have this exclusive cut and it's ours you know it's 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 a fucked up way to do it what i really like i actually got to help grow was a platinum og kush Okay, yeah, platinum OG. And it, it smoked really well. Like it was, give you a little bit of energy at first, and then you would just mellow out, and then you just, you could just. Speaking of a, like the old yeah. skunk, like. Yeah. I, I also that. really like the, the skunk name just because I, I started smoking weed a little later than you. For me, it was like the mid 2000s, like 05, 06, around then. Right. But that's when I started, and it was, it was still early enough, it was like the. All the, the fucking skunk ones. And it was yeah, when... I love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I, I remember going to parking lots with guys. 
and like under bridges and shit, and we would exchange money. <laughs> Trevor for bags loves a slight troll life under bridges. Yeah. So uh, we would show up, and they would be like, "Hey, just bring a knife with you," and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" And then you're just sitting in this car, and it gets exchanged real quick, and you're like in a McDonald's parking lot, and you have to leave. And you're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> oh man, I had nothing went bad. It would have been interesting. Yeah. That's the thing about old strains that were available, like for example, I have like. Like before 9-11? Yeah. Yeah. Used to be able to get like, I'm sure I made it out here too. It was like this hash. And it was called like Cobra Stamp Hash. Ah, I've heard of that. Yeah, it was I've heard from of that. Morocco, yep. right? Oh, and shit. After, before 9-11, you could you always could get, get it. But once 9-11 happened, they didn't allow the hash to come in it like that. It was totally like, no. nope. Is this from the But that hash was like, Top. If you couldn't get real good weed, it didn't matter if you had that hat. Yeah. Like, no matter... And we had that on the East Coast. What is it called like, Morocco? Morocco uh, Cobra. We had that. Damn. Stuff. I like never got stamp, press, really hard fucking hat. Yeah, it was a brick. And, like, have, like... You would know it was real if it had a little bit of gold of from the gold print. Yeah. Like, it would have a gold fucking gold yeah. thing on... That's something that people sleep on uh, in Afghanistan and fucking Iran and uh, like Kazakhstan, all those countries. They make a ton of hash. Oh, they make crazy. so much fucking hash. Oh, yeah. I've seen uh, pictures. They had this one, and it was like Time Magazine, but it was weed, you know. And it was a guy that was just a hash brick maker, and he had two or three rooms in his house just stacked to the ceiling with bricks of hash. Yeah. And I mean, it must have been like four or five years worth of hash. But a lifetime's worth, you know, a couple times over. Imagine if you ever got raided. Like, that's <laughs> crazy. No matter anymore. Nah, it's just, it's a different no, it's world. It's not worth enough anymore. No. The value went down. And the the quality of the hash after so long and its its exposure to the to the oxygen in the room and stuff. They were coated. Yeah. Wax. Yeah, they, they do Damn. some some preserving for sure. But this dude just is sitting on so much hash. It was stupid. Um, the crazy. greatest strains that I grew in the last couple of years were uh, we had a great cut of dosi and we had a great cut of ice cream cake that came from Capricorn. Okay. Um, the dosi was a house strain that they had had forever. Is I don't think like they're ever. Dough? Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, or it's like related. Yeah. related. It's, it's same shit. Same um, branch. It, it was just one of those weird plants that it always uh, dumped a ton of really hard rocky nugs and really triked out. And in the last, you know, three or four weeks, it would turn purple um, or dark, dark gray. Um, and the ice cream cake was just beautiful. It had these really uh, dense, hard, uh, nice colas that went throughout the whole plant. And uh, it was this beautiful purple. Uh, really frosty looking stuff. Those are the two best uh, strains I've actually come across out here that I liked to smoke as much. But yeah, that's that's what I got. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, man. All right, you, you about ready to wrap this up, Trevor? Matt, can you give me the guitar? What? Please? What's the matter? He needs his guitar. He needs to play us out, bro. <laughs> I told you, man. Right about that time. It was very stony. Yeah. Can you uh, hand me that guitar, bro? Yeah. All right. Oh, this one. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <coughs> well, that was fun.
It's awesome having you here, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Man. Uh, we'll have cool. to have to get uh, you back. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> worth the time. Definitely worth a little bit of time. Thanks again to our guest, Matt, insert last name here, Trevor Alstrom. always a pleasure, and I'm Chris Evans. Uh, it's been Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. We'll see you next time. Have more stuff uploaded later. <laughs> Out.